Do you long to feel more joy in work and life? Do you want to reduce stress and sleep better? Are you looking for healthy ways to cope? Join Speedway Jefferson, certified mindfulness practitioner and lawyer, and learn to operate from your peaceful path. Harness the power of mindfulness meditation to feel softer, more clear, supported, and cheerful, starting with just five minutes a day. If you suffer from the imposter syndrome, this episode is for you. If you have struggled with confidence at any point in your life, I have a special guest today who is going to empower you with strategies to help you find your peaceful place and elevate your game. Dorothy Inez Del Tufo is a three-time international best-selling author, inspirational speaker, and confidence coach, aka the Queen of Shine, and uh, she helps high-achieving, heart-centered female solopreneurs show up and shine with confidence from the inside out, beginning with the power of self-love and beauty. She facilitates transformational workshops along with group and private coaching. She holds a master's in organizational psychology from Azusa Pacific University, When she is not working with clients, she is studying spirituality, watching movies, and listening to her favorite Prince movies and Prince music. And if I may say so at this juncture, if you are not a female solopreneur, this episode is still going to be highly relevant to you because we are going to cover things that you will be able to use. So with that, Dorothy Inez, welcome to Mindful in (laughs) 5. I'm so glad to be here with you, sister. Good to see you. First things first, tell our listeners and our mindful ninjas, those are our delightful subscribers, what you'd like us to know about you. Well, I was thinking about this question and I was like, well, what would I like them to know that's not in the bio? And I thought, you know, the main thing is I want the listeners and viewers to know that I've been there. I've struggled with self-love, self-care, with confidence, all of those things. A lot of times people look at you and they see the after and they don't know the journey. And that's what I love about what you do, Speedway, is you tell the story so people understand you didn't just arrive, you know, you didn't just arrive here. So I want the listeners to know that What I share comes from a place of personal experience. And because it's my personal experience, it's my passion. And I really have a heart to share what I've learned with, as we said, specifically women. But I do get a lot of guys who follow me. So I do love that. So, And the other thing I think is really important for our listeners to know is that I love tacos. So if you want to get on my good side, give me a taco. (laughs) Talk to us about confidence. And and by the way, this is just an aside. Dorothy and I first met, sometimes you just meet those people where you're like, I see you shine. I like you shine. And we just instantly had that connection. And so she's telling the truth. (laughs) It was like, 
oh, you should come. We should have this conversation because you're mm-hmm. aligned with what I'm doing and I love what you're doing. And you are a confident, beautiful woman. So talk to us and tell us, you know, how did you arrive at this path with the work that you do? Tell us a bit about your own story. First of all, I haven't arrived. I wish I had arrived 100%, but I haven't. But (laughs) keeping it real, confidence is a journey. I always say new level, new devil, because you can be as confident as you want to be, but then a new challenge, that new job promotion, that new opportunity in your business or wanting to make a shift. It challenges that level of confidence you have because it's requiring you to take courageous action. So for me, my journey started and I'm going to give like the quick synopsis. I was like, how can I give them a timeline in, you know, a minute or two? And so I started my confidence was first challenge at the age of four when my birth mother abandoned me. That laid the foundation of this. 40 years, because it wasn't until I was 40, I started working on myself, 40 years of constantly feeling like I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not lovable, all the things that come from abandonment and then moving into my father remarrying and moving into a family where I wasn't a priority for my dad just because of the work that he had to do. And then, you know, my mom, I I don't like saying stepmom, but just so people can have a reference, the beginning years were rough for us. And so there was that just constant, never feeling good enough, never feeling worthy. And then growing up, being a child of mixed race, being bullied and, and just never really fitting in. And so it wasn't until the age of 40 is when this journey really started because Up until then, I was working in corporate Speedway. I I looked confident, wore the suits, you know, all the things, managing in call centers. And I looked confident on the outside. But on the inside, I was a hot mess. I used my power, so to speak, to exude confidence. I, my father taught me all the things, stand up straight, walk, you know, how to speak. You look confident on the outside, but on the inside, I was struggling with all those things I just shared, never feeling good enough, being discriminated against because being a woman, finding out that my counterpart was making more money than me, that impacted my confidence. So all of these things. And then when my husband deployed to Iraq, that was kind of the the catalyst for me. Because for the first time in my life, because I would fill that void I had all the time with a relationship. And this time I was married when I got confronted with my insecurities. And I couldn't fill this one year of time alone with another human. I had to fill it with Dorothy Inez. And I remember being in Savannah, Georgia. I had just moved there in 2010. And still, like just telling you the story, it brings up, I feel a wave of emotion because that moment was so visceral for me, feeling lonely, feeling alone in life and, and no community. And I cried. I found myself all curled up crying out for my, my mom, my grandmother and my father. And you know what? After about eight hours of doing that nonsense, my spirit was like, girl, get up. 
get up. <laughs> get up. You are not a victim. You are a victor. You go find you a coach because we had extra money. I was like, yeah, I'm going to find me a coach. And I found me this woman who was supposed to help me with my business, but it happened that she was also a self-love coach. And she immediately recognized Dorothy Inez, you can't help anybody until you help yourself. And I thought, well, this is going to be just a six week journey or something, you know, just a couple of weeks. No, it was a six month journey of learning to fall in love with who God made me to be and who I am and to begin to see my story, not through the lens of a victim, but through the lens of a victor that life was happening for me not to me. And so that's what began to take me down this path of authentic beauty and confidence. Wow. I remember my mother when my father passed away years ago. I remember that story you tell about, you know, so you sort of fall on the floor and you thrash around and you cry. And, mm-hmm. and then what? Right? You have to get up and say yeah. uh, <laughs> She was really upset, as you can imagine. She was angry and she was mad and she was mad at God and she was mad at all the things when my father died. And so she told me the story about how she did what you did, right? Fall on the floor, wail, gnashing of teeth, tantrums, the whole thing. And then she said, but you know what I found? I found that after all that crying, the dishes still needed to be done. (laughs) The car still needed to be serviced. And so I had like park up my ideas and get on with it. And so I, I thought, well, that's the reality, isn't it? We mm-hmm. have all the tantrums we like, but at the end of the day, you still need to get up and put one foot in front of the other. And I think part of the question with confidence then is, how do you do that from a place of power? I thought that was so impactful what you said about life doesn't have to happen to you. And so then talk to us about confidence in your experience. So what are the challenges that people face in being their confident selves where they're just not feeling like that victim who's sort of just sitting there waiting for the waves of life to just sort mm-hmm. of come their lives and they just be like, oh, this is happening to me and oh, this happened again. So mm-hmm. but what have you found in, in your work? So, and people aren't going to like the answer. But the answer, (laughs) the biggest challenge is themselves. You are your biggest challenge. You know, you and I, we talked about spirituality and, and, you know, a lot of times people in the, particularly the Christian world, they'll be like, oh, the devil is after me today, the devil, the devil. And I remember doing a video back in the day and I was like, are you the devil? Because, and what I mean by that, is your own thoughts, what you think about yourself, what you say to yourself are your biggest obstacles. Those are the things that hold us back. And so I last night in preparing for this interview, I was writing all these things and I was like, you know what? All these things, because I have, they don't speak their truth. They say yes when they should be saying no. They stay on jobs and in relationships that no longer bring them joy. They don't charge their worth or you don't get paid your worth. I remember being in that situation. You never achieve your full potential. 
You live an unfulfilled life because fear is running the show. You hide out in in life and in your business because you're afraid to fully own your light. You're afraid of being judged. And when I was going through this list, I realized at the end of the day, those are the results. That's what happens. But the main culprit of the problem is you. And your mindset, how you think. And so when you have this knowledge and you recognize you're willing to to kind of flip the camera onto or the mirror onto yourself and go, oh my gosh, I'm the problem. And now that you know this, now that you've awakened to this, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit there and keep being the victim or are you going to choose to take a personal development class? get a coach, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I think that's a, it's a really good, on the one hand, it's really good news, right? Because <laughs> it can be fixed. <laughs> Not only can it be fixed, but you have a lot that you can do to influence what's happening in your own life. But mm-hmm. it's bad news because that means you have the responsibility, right? Yeah. Uh, to actually make an impact in what's happening to you instead of just sitting there and complaining about what the devil is doing and what other people are doing. I think that's absolutely true. I recently held a uh, workshop, a corporate workshop on stress. And one of the things that I said was something I heard a pastor say that I thought was absolutely true. And what he said was, you're not stressed because of what's happening around you. You're stressed because of what you're thinking about what's happening around you. And if you are thinking that, and that's what's causing you stress at two o'clock in the morning, nothing's happening at two o'clock in the morning. You Mm -hmm. just, right. (laughs) That means that you can define that path and you can change your thoughts. You can change your behavior. You can change your actions in order to get a different outcome. I was just going to say when you just with on um, what you're saying there, Speedway, is like you said, you have a responsibility. And if we look at just that word, you have a response ability. You have the ability to respond to what you're thinking, what you're speaking. All of that is in your control, because at the end of the day, confidence is truly about taking courageous action. It's about believing in your own skills, gifts, and talents. And is it, would you also agree that confidence is not about the absence of fear? It's actually- No, no, that's why it's courageous. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes courage to build your confidence. So speaking of confidence, some of the listeners and probably especially the Mindful Ninjas know that the Mindful in Five series has two versions for each book. And so the classic edition is what was published for Mindful in Five. The next one is the God Lovers edition. So I have God Loving Mindful Ninjas, I have God Loving Listeners. And on that topic, tell us, you have something that I thought it sounded poetic. It sounded amazing. I was intrigued. (laughs) What is the Christ Confidence Code? Thanks for asking. The Christ Confidence Code, first of all, has zero to do with religion, just so that we, we get clear about it. 
But the Christ Confidence Code hit my spirit in 2017, sitting at a corner bakery in La Habra, California. And I'm sitting there and, I, you know, going through my own journey. I'm sitting there eating some eggs. And all of a sudden, boom, it hits me. Christ Confidence Code. That's the name of your signature system. And let me just tell you what the word Christ means. Christ means one who is anointed and appointed for a specific task and purpose. So for our spiritual people, everybody knows Jesus. Jesus, and it doesn't matter if they're spiritual, everybody knows Jesus. Jesus, his title was the Christ. So (laughs) he was Jesus, the Christ, Jesus, the one who was anointed and appointed for a specific task and purpose. Well, every single human, whether you're spiritual or not, you were put here for a specific task and purpose. So through the Christ confidence code, the Christ confidence code allows me to free people, to liberate them, to awaken and transform through life visioning, identity, self-love and self-care, mindset, and then of course, embodied beauty, which is beauty from the inside out. Because once we do the inner work, we got to get the outside to match the inside. And then My step six is when I invite people to step into their bold brilliance, to shine their light, because that's why I'm the queen of shine, about to help you shine that light. And so that's what the Christ Confidence Code is about. It's about helping people. It's a system that a holistic approach to confidence to help people step into and own their unique shine and place in the world. Okay. So I love that. I was actually going to ask you, you know, I'm a God lover, you're a God lover. And, you know, I think a lot of God lovers, we feel like life is richer and it's deeper and it's just better when, you know, I get to plug myself into that celestial battery, if you will, um, that fuels my (laughs) energy, the love that I put out into the world and all these things. But what I was going to say to you is, so for the for team classic, as opposed to team God lovers, for team classic, mm-hmm. how then does the Christ confidence code translate into actionable, something actionable that they can use? But I feel like what you described and the way you started with the explanation of what it isn't about, it's not about sort of trying to get there, get people to wrap themselves around Jesus necessarily, although I get the sense that that was the Christ was the inspiration for the concept. Right. So the Christ for people who aren't spiritual, I actually believe it or not, my work is spiritual, not religious, spiritual, but I do get agnostic and atheist clients because, you know, there's still the opportunity for me to still be myself, but for them to take in the concepts because the concepts are really about stepping into your authentic self, your own unique light. And you don't have to be, like I said, you don't have to believe what I believe. You just have to to be open. But for those people, it's understanding that you're here on purpose for a purpose. And that's ultimately what it's it's about. It's not about anything religious. 
And so that's why I opened it. I hope that answers your your question. It's about, I made a note here is that we're all energy. This is where my spiritual thing, my spiritual belief is, is about we've all, we're all energy and we all have this spark within us. And that spark is electric. And what is electric? It's light. And so we're all here to bring our light, to bring our sparkle to the world. And that's what the Christ Confidence Code is here to help people do. That's pretty much all I can say on that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, affirmations is I am a spark of the fire of spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that we talked about in preparing for this episode is this notion of branding and mm-hmm. the fact that many people, when they think of a brand, they think about a logo, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, brand identity, if you talk to marketers, begins within where the company really does some soul searching to figure out who are we really? What is our true value proposition? How do we marry what we think we do well with what the customer thinks we do well and bring those together in order to sort of accelerate the value proposition that we have? And once they figure out all of that, then it culminates in the look and the feel and the external sort of visual identity of the organization. And what I like about your confidence work, Dorothy Inez, is the fact that you start from inside. And it sounds like you're suggesting the same from inside to outside process in terms of in terms of the best way that we can build confidence. Is that right? Yeah, that's a long way to it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were so eloquent in that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, confidence is an inside out job. Like, again, going back to my own story on the outside, I looked confident, but there was a misalignment Mm -hmm. uh, because the inside wasn't right. And so what people have to understand is you are a brand, whether you're, you know, applying for a job whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're just the, what kind of brand of friend are you? You know, I know I have friends that have brands and I categorize them based on how they show up. But if you don't show up authentically, you can get put in the wrong category. So this is why it's so important that you do your inner work, like you're talking about with the company. You think of yourself as a little mini company, your little universe here called you. How do you want to, you know, present yourself? So you you have to go in and do the work and ask the deep questions. Who am I? Who am I? What do I stand for? What do I value? What do I want people to think of when they think of me? And so these are some of the questions you have to go through Go through as you develop your own personal brand. Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? And so you do the inner work and then the outside work, which is your makeup, your hair, your style, 
all should communicate that because these are forms of nonverbal communication. When you look at me, I've got all this color on, got a lot of, you know, I won't say a lot of makeup, but for some people, it's a lot of makeup. I got makeup on, you know, I'm put together. What does that say about me to you? Because what it does, even though I'm not, you know, I may not be speaking, you might be looking across the room. It sets up an expectation of the quality of work that I will deliver to you based on my appearance, based on how I be and show up. So you want to make sure that it's in alignment with your true self. Because if it's not, People will pick up on it. They don't know why they, they're not meshing with you. They're just like, something's off. And so don't think you can hide out because people, their sixth sense is working. They just don't know why. Yeah, I think we can all tell when somebody is authentic. And it's not something that they, it's not in what they say. It's not even like this one action. You just walk away with an impression like, ah, I don't know about that person. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that is a perfect recap. And so um, how should people connect with you? We're going to put some links in the show notes, but talk to us a little bit about where do we find Dorothy Inez and her work? So where you can find me is you can find me at my website, which is DorothyInez.com, which is you know, my first name. So Dorothy, no hyphen um, for the website.com, DorothyInez.com. And then um, you can just find Dorothy-Inez anywhere in social media. Fantastic. So Dorothy Inez, thank you so much for joining us today. Will you it's come? It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Good. And, and well, I'm very pleased to hear you say that. So will you come back and share with us some other strategies on building confidence? Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I would love to do that. And thank you so much, Speedway, for allowing me to come on and share with your listeners and your viewers today. Fantastic. And listeners, Mindful Ninjas, that is a wrap for today. Join us. And until next episode, this is Speedway saying be mindful and be well. Thank you for listening to Mindful in Five. If you enjoyed it, Share it with a friend. Follow and rate it on your favorite podcast platform. Pick up your signed copy of the book and journal from SpeedwayJefferson.com or unsigned copies from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever you get your books. Visit SpeedwayJefferson.com to download sample chapters of the book, watch videos, and become a mindful ninja. Join us on the LinkedIn Mindful in 5 group and share your thoughts. Until next time, be mindful and be well.